Good evening, y'all. This is Seriously Funny, and I'm with my partner, Ashley. What's going on? How you doing? Hey, hey. It's this PIC, Partner in Crime, with Seriously Funny. Oh, yeah. You know how we do it. Well, today's topic, you know, we had uh, had this discussion before about mental health, and we're going to do a part two. So one thing I want to put out there, of course, we're not professionals, but we just went off our own life experiences, and what is real is real. So uh, to kick this show off, well, let me uh, put this banner up. So people actually know what we're talking about when they tune in. So to kick things off about this mental health uh, segment, like when do you know you need help and why do, don't people seek help when it comes to mental health? So I'm going to, I want to say this. Um, the reason why people don't do it is for a multitude of reasons. The biggest issue is pride. People have too much pride to sit there and actually humble themselves and say, I need help. The other issue is therapy and anything else in this world, it costs money. Depending on does your health care cover it or does it not? How much do you have to pay out of pocket? I've had to pay for therapy sessions, $150 a session before. It was well with well worth $150. Um, when you know what you need it most, I feel like when you legit feel like you hit rock bottom and you don't feel that you could do anything else. So insurance coverage, because I didn't think about insurance coverage just to get help. Do you think like talking to like a friend or help out? Because it is true, a lot of people don't have insurance. So talking to a friend, what, like, can I even help? Can that be some help? Positive energy, though. You got to have positive energy around you because dealing with negativity all the time can drive you, like, straight, like, wacko. Yes. Negative energy for the most, for the most part. Here's, here's my thing is if you're going to talk to a friend to make sure that that is your true safe place where you know that this friend is not going to go out there and tell your business to the world, um, you want to make sure that your friend is not going to be biased because they support you. Um, you want to make sure it's someone who's going to see your side plus the other side. Because I always say there's three sides to every story. There's his side, her side, and then there's the truth. So I'm a purpose. I, I view everything from everybody's perspective. I view it from, you know, their perspective, the other party's perspective, and then the truth of it all. If you can't find that person, then I don't recommend it. You got to, honestly, you got to keep negative energy out of your circle. And I think that sometimes we like struggle so bad that we use those that negative energy as a band-aid. So I'm going to put up this quote. You sent to me. Can I put it up right now? I'm going to put up this quote that you share with me that makes the absolute most sense right here if people can take the time to take a look at that and read that said please keep looking not for a person but for your passion your love your courage your goals your dreams your happiness yourself keep looking explore yourself before you explore another know your worth know yourself only then you will know what you need over what you want you need yourself to become your own and that that that, that statement is so true because how often we do things that help us before we try to turn around and help somebody or move on to a situation. 
How often do we put ourselves first? Rarely. Yeah, they rarely because you're so focused on the next person and what they do and everybody else that you run around like a chick with your head cut off and you forgot to do things for you. What makes you happy? Not what makes everybody else happy. What indeed makes you happy? That's that's as important. important. Like my journey has been crazy. But before I get to my journey, I wanted to ask you this question because mm-hmm. a lot of people make uh, comments about Kanye West and he's crazy. He needs help. He needs this. And I said in the last show, how often when people need help, they go seek help. So a question I ask, like you lose someone close to your family. Like, is is it a, a need where you need to go get help or you gotta have somebody to talk to? It's, it's important that you gotta have somebody to talk to. Do you agree or disagree with that? Oh, I totally agree with it. Because at the end of the day, and I'm speaking from experience, the end of the day is if you keep that that grief bottled up, you keep that that hurt, that anger bottled up, and you keep just putting it to the back burner, eventually you're going to erupt like a volcano. And that's exactly like, I'm gonna, I'm just going to share really quick. That's exactly what happened to me in 2019. You know, I've shared before 2019, I lost my mom unexpectedly. February of 2019 to be exact. August of 2019, I had a miscarriage. December of 2019, I had to take care of my mom's husband who had terminal cancer. That's three, three traumatic events that took place within a 10 month period. Then on top of that, the pandemic happened. I never took time for myself. I was too too worried about my brothers. One of them who was always angry, suicidal. So I was taking care of that. I never took care of me. Finally, in 2021, I had my mental breakdown. Like I legit walked into my doctor's office, bawled my eyes out. And I'm like, if you don't give me a happy pill right now and you don't direct me to a counselor, this is it. I'm done. Like, I was so far broken because I don't, I didn't have that part. I didn't have people around me that were my age and understood losing a parent, losing a child, and then losing another loved one within or losing a fetus, whatever, within a 10 minute or 10 month period, Uh nobody. And if you don't understand what a person's going through, it's hard for you to make that connection but the most important thing you can do for somebody is just be the ears. Let someone vent and talk. You don't always have to understand, but if you can give them help and guidance, I think that's the most important thing. Truly, yeah, the help and guidance. You know, I'm on that. That's that's pretty deep. Um, you know, you're going through that and still having to like remain strong and you know. I know at one point you was trying to like take care of everybody else and make sure everybody was right. At the same time, you gotta make sure you take care of yourself because things can become a lot overwhelming. And you be like, damn, like, what do I do next? You know what I'm saying? Things can get crazy. And I think that we live this life where we take advantage of things. You know, God's blessed us, and we don't know that how blessed we got it. We we have a tendency to take advantage of things. And I'm telling you one thing, when you hurt me, and I said this on the show, and I'm a big hypocrite, you rarely take accountability. When you hurt them, you point the finger at other people. And my situation, um, it, it's maturity. Um, and I, I kind of let point like that. And I'm my own biggest critic. You, you really take accountability. You kind of like do things to kind of like patch the holes in your heart, you know, from hurt. Um, 
whatever it may be, to get your mind off things, you know. Um, some people do alcohol, not sounds alcoholic, and never did drugs. <laughs> I like that. Not a drug addict. But, you know, it's, it's really taking accountability, and you hurt the people on the way. So I had situations where I'm going to go back to where my dad passed. Me and my dad wasn't getting along. And, I'm, you know, I'm taking advantage of time in life. I think I got baptized the year he died in 2004. I had an argument. And my dad just, boop, nursing home, passed, and that spending time from an argument a month and a half. Never got a chance to apologize. Never got a chance to do anything. That My dad was big in my life. So even to this day, it hurts. It sucks. Uh, I got baptized, took the help for it. Um, but even so, I don't want to be specific. You know, I had dealt with some traumatic situations in, in the past, and I never got help for it. You know, been in a certain situation, I took that trauma with me and I took that trauma with me to relationships, even the past relationship I had. I took that trauma with me and being in denial. You. You hurt. But you don't let you know, you, you don't let you don't present that you hurt, you present like this anger, but it's not at the person. I, I got to tell you that she's a good woman and I focus on I try to make it look bad. You know, so I talk to my friends told my side of the story, but if I told her side of the story, it would make sense. Um, and I just thought like, you know, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm taking my anger out. And she's like, what the hell, where is it coming from? I knew where it's coming from, but I'm thinking like being a man and being macho, like this past situation is not bothering me. You know what I'm saying? It's not even with her. My relationship had my little brother, friends. It was becoming like a breaking point. So I wasn't taking accountability for a lot of things. I was brushing it off, make myself like I'm the good guy, but not because I'm an asshole. Genuinely, I'm hurt. And man, when you when you're going through life's trials and everything, it is it's nuts. It is nuts. Um it, it's a hard task to take on, especially when you hurt people that you love and you because you hurt. And it's, it's not the right thing to do. Um, it was rough. I'm telling you, I'm still going through my journey right now. That's why I said, if you don't handle it, you you erupt like a volcano. You don't intend to, but you do. And and it's happened to me, not in relationships, but it's happened to like other family members. Um, and I look back at it now, but it just, I don't want to make excuses, but I have a zero tolerance for bullshit. I have a zero tolerance for um, people who constantly lie or addicts. I have zero tolerance for it because I grew up around it, because my mom was an alcoholic. I have a zero tolerance. She chose alcohol over her children. She chose alcohol over you know certain things. There's so much hurt that I have and that I had that when I see an addict within my family abusing their parents financially, I just look at them like, are you effing dumb? Do you not see this? This is what's going on because I can see it. But when you truly love somebody, you want to sit there and please them and make sure that they're okay. But why would you feed an addict? I'm just as guilty as these words because my mom would always call me. Do you have $80 I could borrow? The lights are about to get shut off or I need to get gas because I need to do this and that. 
And I would give her the money. A week later, do you have money? I would always pour into it, not even thinking she was going out and buying a case of beer or a bottle of vodka. So I'm just as guilty. So now, after seeing all that, I have zero, zero tolerance for it. Because you have a choice in life. You're either going to fix yourself or you're going to sit there and play the victim. And if you're going to continue to play the victim role, I don't want anything to do with it. Like, I'm sorry. You have a purpose here on this earth. And if you're an addict and you're watching this, you need help. We're here to help you. We can guide you. I can lead you to the water, but I cannot force you to drink. And I always told my mom that I can lead you, but I can't force you. You say victim role. <laughs> oh, man. So the victim role, that's what I play. So my journey, uh, It's okay. From the start of this year, you know, uh, I was kind of, I was in denial that it was a lot of pain and hurt, you know, I had uh, going on in my life. You can never tell. And I, some of that pain and hurt led me to be an asshole. <laughs> I was an asshole. Um, I, I believe that things happened in 2022 the way it happened, you know, me having to, severe knee injury it's kind of like my life just like collapsed in front of me you know i was in florida i had playing football i had this injury pop. felt this pop money and i thought i banged knees and i never banged knees it was not contact injury uh i couldn't move my leg forward so after leaving the game i'm driving the rental car and when you tell your patella tendon injury in uh tendon when you rupture it your kneecap moves up I can't tell my kneecap move that far up because I had on compression tights. So I'm driving. When you tear it, your knee can't move forward like this. So you know how you move on a brake pedal and try to cover the thing. So I'm driving. My leg couldn't move up. So I'm panicked. I almost drove off a bridge. I literally drove off a bridge into this little swamp. Um, so I, I quickly brain reacted and I used my left foot to apply on the brake pedal. And I sat in the middle of traffic like, him like what did i just do i wasn't realizing it so i video chat my doctor and um we're going through some things i'm already so i'm already got pain that i'm just not addressing i've been like putting band-aids on it putting band-aids on it forever so this adds to what i'm already dealing with uh my doctor tells me you know my injury and he's like dude you gotta hurry up and get surgery come back so i had to fly back from orlando chicago and my lady at the time, she was there for me. She came and picked me up, but I wasn't even thinking about like what she did. I'm thinking about all this shit I had going on um, with this now on top of pain and on top of work, not getting paid. It was, it was crazy. So I'm like, I got this fiance, baby on the way. How the hell am I going to provide? And I believe that the most high put me in that situation to kind of humble me and force me to take this journey that I'm on right now. I was in denial on taking this journey. And she's always say, you know, she's always you need to seek counseling. You need to seek some counseling. I'm thinking like, no, I don't need no counseling. I don't need no counseling. You're not me. We don't need no counseling. Damn, all that county that, you know, I don't even tell you what to do. And I, in a previous relationship I was in years ago, there was a lot of demands and there was a lot of like a little bit of disrespect, a little verbal stuff. And I took that with me into this current situation, denying counseling. So I'm in the house, got surgery. Got this big ass cast on my knee. 
and I, I couldn't move a doctor specifically told me no movement because if you tear this again you got to go right back under the table so now i got a three or four month pregnant fiance i can't help her do a damn thing right because i i need the handicap placard seriously i need to park right at the door at the store and get out that's how bad it was i couldn't walk around she's walking faster than me around the store pregnant i can't move and do shit. so I'm like, and I'm used to being a man that provides and take on ownership as girl. But again, along with the pain, I got more pain, and I gotta figure out I'm not getting payments for work. So how this gonna work? How I'm gonna provide for a family? And I got two girls too. It was tough. It was tough. It was it was it was tough. It was it was a uh, tough thing to deal with. And like, I stood and I just sat and I'm thinking like. Damn. So it, it got bad to a point where like my brothers, you know, I let them stay here at the college. So the relationship with him and I, I was just frustrated. My messages and my, the way I presented myself talking to him was like very verbally. It was bad. Uh, I had a lot of frustration and I was taking it out of the wrong people, especially her. She tried to be there for me. But how can you, uh, a woman's pregnant, you know, the hormones is already kicking in. So she got to take my shit and then she got to deal with her things. So I, I put that pressure up because I didn't deal with the pain I brought to the relationship and added more with this injury and work per se. Mm-hmm. It was tough. It's tough. I don't want to provide any sort of justification. I'm not saying you were right by any means. I'm not saying that I, I agree with your actions or anything like that. But me growing up with five younger brothers, me growing up with a father who was the sole, prov- sole provider and watching how hard he worked. I'm not making excuses for you because you, you already admitted you had issues in, in the past that you didn't deal with, right? right? But you as the leader, you as the provider, you as the household, like you've always preached, you know, l- allow the leader to lead, right? The leader's now down. This is your driving leg. You know, it's it hurts you in so many def- different levels, not just physically, but it hurts you emotionally. It hurts you mentally because you can't do the things as a natural born leader that you are. You can't do that. You can't get up and go to the store. You can't, you know, go to take take your girl to the doctor's appointment. You can't. There's so many can'ts. And it's just like, for me, I hate the word can't. Like, I try not to have that in my vocabulary. So for you as a man, the leader that you portray to be, it killed you. Like, you're 6'2". That shit brought you down to being like 4'11". Lower than that. <laughs> okay. But, you know, and again, not physically, but mentally, it's like, damn, like, where, where did my dignity go? Like, who am I now? I'm literally a couch potato. I can't do shit. And that's frustrating because you're worried about how are you going to provide for your girls? How are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to pay? You have a car note. You have a house note. You have bills. Just like any other normal person, how are you going to provide? And then, you know, then you have her and she's hormonal and I get that a hundred percent. And for her to stick around, like she's special. 
Yeah, I, I, she's very special. I, I think if I took care of past pain, it would have been different. But like I, I, I did. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, it's like you say, it's a mental thing. I, I did put her through a lot, um, and I, 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 I pushed the blame on her. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't tell my side. I didn't, I didn't tell her side of the story. I told my side of the story. And you write your own book, you kind of write it like you want the audience to perceive it. So that even hurt me more. So it got to a point where I'm praying, right? You know, I'm praying mm-hmm. the most high. I pray to God every day. And this one night, right, the most high would not let me sleep. I can tell you this day, I went to sleep. I prayed. I got back up. It was some odd time of the night, 2.15 maybe, uh, around that time. I can't remember specifically. I sat there with my eyes open. I'm like, go back to sleep. So I didn't go back to sleep. It's another prayer. And um, I talked to my dad. And I wasn't allowed to go to sleep. I had to address the things that were within me. Like, I, I, I couldn't go to sleep. So I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm going to get past this. So I just felt like a rush, like a, like a chest pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, temporary. It made me get up. And I had to come to the realization, like, dude, like, okay, you're going to have to reach out to her. You're the reason that she's not here. You have a son. And things are going about the wrong way. And it's time to take the right approach. And even at that time, I still didn't put out like I was supposed to, because now I feel like I, I put out rather be just such a bad person. I told my version to everybody else, my, my her side of the story. Now, when you leave stuff out, it's like you're lying, right? So I didn't tell my friends the issue. I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't you know, whatever, whatever. So I'm still putting this pain within me, right? So I know what I need help. So I had to reach out. So I, it took me to, I got in the shower and, uh, When I got out, I'm in my towel, I'm sitting in my bed, and I'm thinking like, damn, you know, man, we don't, we don't, we don't shed no tears. No, we we strong. <laughs> but I broke down. I'm like, damn, it's, it's my fault. I had to admit my mistakes. I had to admit I need help. So the therapist I see, I saw him when I lost my uh friend who I, who I work with. He died on duty uh, approximately like two years ago, maybe three. I reached out to him. And he was like, man, I know how I no longer have a contract with the city. You got to pay out of pocket. And it was at the point where I was like, you know what? I need help. I don't care. It's the best for myself. Because I sat there, I'm like, you know what? My family's not here. And I put on so many band-aids and did things. I'm like, I'm avoiding helping myself. I need help. First and foremost, I can't be a good man to nobody unless I get the help I need. So it's time to work on me. So I reached out and he's able to, I was able to get uh, talk to my therapist and everything. And I had to like take a different, my different approach on life. And I'm still working at it, but I do have a different approach. I'm more thoughtful and getting back to me. I had to address my past hurt because let me tell you something, if I don't get this help, I'm, if, I'm, I'm not, if I'm not on this journey right now that I'm on, I would piss a lot more people off. I would piss a whole lot more people off because it's all about me. I'll have my little selfish ways, have my ways of like not seeing my shit. I have to put my shit in the back burner. I'm like, oh, this is me. You selfish. But that shit hurt because you, you hurt people that you love the most. And then I put her in that position to hurt. You know, my son, I love him to death. I was out here just like mentally like fucked up. I tell you one thing, prayer works. 
But when you're praying, the most high will let you know, all right, enough of the games. And that's when I couldn't go to sleep. It was like enough of the games. You got to get help or you're going to break down. And I was at that point where I don't think I cried since the death of my dad, maybe my grandmother. I just broke down and I had to reach out because it was like a continue to hurt. I had got to a point where I wasn't eating for a whole day. I lost about 10 pounds. Wasn't a healthy 10 pounds. You know, so I still look muscular, I think. <laughs> I was weight. I wasn't eating. Like, and I, and I, I didn't want to eat. When I ate, I just always felt full. Like, it just, I tried to just do like uh, smoothies. That's the only thing my body was able to like sustain is just the smoothies and everything. Um, it was rough, man. You try to just like not think about it, put your pain behind, but man, you you hurt people you do that. And, and I heard that. And I want to tell her on this podcast that I sincerely, I'm sorry, apologize. Um, she's a good woman. I know I made her out to be like this little beast. She could be a beast sometimes. She could be a beast because she's spicy. But a lot of that was from uh, <laughs> a, a lot of most women are spicy. Get used to it, okay? <laughs> yeah, she is spicy. But it took it was a lot of pain I caused, and like I, I suffered this pain for years, for years and years and years. Man, people, I might go into details about the pain I suffered and what happened exactly. But I, I, I went through some shit that'd be like, and boy, if you don't go, you don't get help for that. Like, if, if I said and told, I told, I told you some of the things recently. And some things I even left out. It's like, damn, like, how can somebody go through that in a situation and just be okay afterwards? Mm-hmm. Nuts. Yep. Just like when we talked the, the past couple of weeks, we've been talking, and you know, you shared something that triggered me because I felt your pain through my dad. You know, you said that you wake up and your kids aren't there and, you know, you you, you feel like, you know, you failed, right? Yeah. And that was my dad's biggest hurt for me because uh-huh. most people don't know this. And <clears throat> I'm glad we're talking about this because, you know, we have to deal with our traumas. I don't like confrontation unless I really have to deal with it. And it's only because I... At a young age, at, at the age of three, I think, I literally watched my mom, who was 5'3", beat the bloody shit out of my father, who was 6'4". Legit, beat the shit out of him. And I'll never forget it because I'm the one who, you know, got the chair to climb up on the counter and, you know, pick up the phone and call 911, right? Uh-huh. And the biggest, there was two things that were so traumatic to me. One was seeing my dad in handcuffs. And I'm like, he didn't do anything. Why is he in handcuffs? Because it's always the male. Like that's how society back in the nineties, that's how, and I know today, but that's how they always looked at it. It's like, oh, it's the male. You know, the male is the one who caused the issue. Um, So dealing with that, that was very traumatic. On top of that, my dad just looking at me with like disappointment. He's like, I'm so sorry. I can't be there. I'm so sorry. I can't be there with you. And growing up, he'd always tell me, he's like, I'm sorry. I couldn't always be there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, why are you sorry? It's not your fault. My mom was an alcoholic. She was the problem. It wasn't you, you know? Um, my, my dad manned up and he went to therapy himself because he needed to, because of all that abuse. Most men won't say they need help 
a lot of women like myself, I'm very strong. And I put myself out there like, I'm perfectly okay. Everything's great. You know, I'm, you know, it's all rainbows and unicorns and glitter over here. There's nothing wrong with me. I've never been through anything traumatic, but I have. I just don't share it. So when we had that conversation, I was like, man, I'm like, Jay, I'm not trying to be an emotional bitch right now, but (laughs) what I went through. And I want you to know that you can't put the blame on you all the time for your past. The reason your kids aren't there. Shit happens. My dad will always say shit happens for a reason. Count your blessings today. Learn from your mistakes. That's it. Learn from your mistakes. You can't fix anything in the past, right? You can't fix the way that people treated you in the past. I couldn't fix my mom's past, my mom's traumatic past for the reason why she was an alcoholic. I can only learn from that. Learn to not be an alcoholic. Learn to not be a failure. Learn to not have DCFS in my in my kids' lives when I have kids. Learn to be a good parent. There's so much more to that. You can't fix the past. The only way you can do that is by fixing today and the future. You own up, you take accountability, and you're doing that. Yeah, you're right. Um, it, it's The journey is still tough, uh, but with, with the therapy, my therapist is pretty dope. Get a shout out to Rory Gilbert. He's a pretty dope therapist. I mean, he's just like clear cut down the line, like let me see things. But it, I reached, I'm doing this to be a better person. I can be a better father, a better you know, a better person, better father, and a better man if I don't if I'm not doing what I'm doing right now. Period. Um, I'm gonna show you a picture. In this picture, we like there is so much potential, but there's hurt. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, um, present this share screen. And this and this I'm 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 paying, but I'm trying to like be there. And it's, and it's, and it's kind of like, it's hard. I'm suffering from pain. But this is a this is a very important moment in her life. You know what I'm saying? Get these pictures and everything. I had to be there. Uh, like I say, she's a wonderful person. Um, and that picture right there, it's, a, it's like a blessing, right? You guys see little bitty Mason still in the belly. I mean, everything's in the pictures and everything. So I wish that, like, I took care of my situation sooner so that could have been a lot better pleasant because I always pointed out the faults of others besides myself. And and that situation, like you said, you got to learn from, but does she deserve that? No, not at all. Nobody deserves anything, you know, like that. Um, Very special moment. I'm glad the picture a moment was actually taken so my son can sit back and later on in life, he can see some things. His mom and dad, oh, took these like flat maternity pictures. And my arm was looking good in the photo too. If you see, <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about Jay. <laughs> no, it's not. But I no, in all, all seriousness, though, I, I have to tell her I'm sorry. Uh, she is a good woman. Um, it, it's just tough, man. When you put, when you sit and you think about, like, I, I, I'm my own biggest critic. I put myself this high on the pedestal. This high. I disappointed friends, family, even my brother. You know, we had to. I had this anger, man, and I, I just I wish I could. I know the past, the past. I wish I can go back. I would have better relationships and better understanding instead of putting band aids on shit and trying to be strong all the time. That's not what it is. I think that people, if you, when you feel you need help, that's when you need help. Like you can't go through life 
putting band-aids on everything. That, that's how situations get worse. That's how people get nuts. And that's how doctors diagnose you with this crazy bipolar. It's not that you need, you need the help. And to give a medication, I don't know what medication does. I, I don't understand. I'm not a doctor, so I can't criticize. But I tell you from experience what helped me, I was at a mental point where I was going to just break down. Like, it was failure. Like, I've been hurt so much where if I get in other situations, it don't take much for me just like, whatever. That's hurt. She didn't deserve that part. Mm-hmm. Everything. So right now, as a man, all things left for me to do is step up, working on myself, obviously, to be a better man. Step up, take accountability, put the big boy pants on, provide for my family. That's that's what needs to be done. That's what I'm doing. And when you when you like hurt people, man, it's just like and and having a conversation and being told of the things that you did. And when you, cause when she tell me some things, now nah, I, I, I no no BS, like the picture would flash on what happened. It's like the most high, as she's talking to me, it's like the most high is press the play button. Boom. Like, for example, and it, it hurt to say this though, and I'm gonna say it on this live. Cause it's a pretty fucked up thing to say. So much pain, so hurt. So she told me, um, doing the labor, you know, she's going to labor, and you know, women going through that's that's real big and everything. There was some some difficulties, and she's like, I need you here for me. And I was like, uh, I'm here for the baby, not you. So when she told me, I said that I, I didn't remember, but when she told me, I looked up, and it's like the most high press the play button. I can tell you where I was at which side of her I was standing on, I made that comment. It, it's, it's fucked up, you know. Um, when you hold on to pain, you release it to others. And it, it ain't healthy. Uh, it's not. And, you know, stuff like that was the reason, you know, I seeked out to get help because that's it's just not me as a man. I'm not that type of dude. I'm not that type of man. I, I do have my faults, and that, that ain't it. But those action I displayed, um, I, that's why I had to go in my little range, and I said I'm sorry. And this is the other thing, too. We talked about this. Um, Your dad, we got to do a show with your dad. I saw your dad strong. In his moments, you know what I'm saying, any day, that man was chopping wood. He was chopping wood. I'm in a video FaceTime, like, this man chopping wood. It's like, men like that is who we need to be. Men like that, that shows like, every day God gives me, I'm going to make the most of it. He was chopping wood. You can tell that anything is wrong with him. He's chopping wood. Yeah. He's chopping wood, people. Like, strong. Positive. I mean, not exactly. Donna's dad, same thing. Strong, positive. Strong men, period. So, you can't be a symbol of any of those men where you let stuff build and you hurt people. Because even the short time I know him, his energy just we came and just, it just I just felt this energy. So it, it's, it's, man, when people, 
it, when you need help, it's time to make a change. Like right now, I say today that I'm working on me. I know what I want. And I don't care what nobody else thinks. And my cousin, my past, I used to care what people think. And now today, I don't really care what people think. I think that what you want and what you have is a blessing from the most high. The most high bless you, own up to it, honor it. Who do you have to prove to anything to? Who who pays your bills but yourself? Somebody's in your corner that's going to support you, be there for you. The grass ain't always green on the other side. Because yeah, you know, you, you see the internet. You see the girls out here. They want to, they want the attention. Let me tell you something on TikTok, you know, because we get people coming on our shows. And I see people that's interesting, got followers. I'm thinking about building the brand, right? The grown mentality, reaching out. People want attention. So they reach out, they think like you're trying to holler. No, I don't care about all that. I'm trying to get to an interview. You know, the one interview I had that I found out she was later. And I, oh my God, I, I, I promise I didn't know that. I, I had on the show, she had the followers. I didn't know she had the followers, followers. So I'm like, I don't want uh, Life Grind to be like a triple X rated uh, brand. I'm like, what the hell? It, I mean, that show got like over tens of thousands of views, but I don't want my our stuff to be based off of half necessity. Right, right. Yeah. So, man, just 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 thinking, man, you just can't care what people think. You got to do what's best for you and everything. And if God's blessed you, man, all take ownership and live it because tomorrow, some of us won't be here tomorrow. The day after that and so on. Take advantage of the blessings God give you. And, and don't use others to as band-aids. Mm-hmm. Some people use others. Some people use alcohol. Some people use drugs. Some people use whatever. You know what I'm saying? You don't need band-aids. Reach out. And the biggest thing I can say, too, is for our listeners, if you don't know who to reach out to or if you need that ear or you need some good advice, please slide into our DMs for that sort of help. Don't be reaching out that, hey, let me get your number. No, that's not going to happen on my end. Sorry. Hell no, um, you ain't getting mine. I'm getting. I'm trying to get back in good house. Don't ask me for my. Don't ask me for shit. <laughs> no, no, but like in all seriousness, and in, in all in all seriousness, you know, a lot of people are so lost because they don't have anybody to help them, right? Mm. And I want to read something because my cousin sent me this. My cousin Marie sent me this, and I about bawled my eyes out because I don't realize what I do. I don't realize how I truly help people. So I'm going to try not to cry. It says, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of your efforts, your drive, your focus, and how you never give up. I'm proud that you found that light of hope in the darkest moments. I'm proud that you are trying every day to get up and get things done. There's something about you that's so beautiful. That smile you always carry, you inspire me to be the best the best that I can be. You give me courage through your words and trust through your actions. You're always there when I need you, inspiring me, showing me that everything will be okay. You're so incredible. And I just wanted to tell you that I'm proud of you. That's pretty dope. And that's the, that's the, that's the positive energy that people need to be around when someone else has noticed the effort and what you put together and everything. 
Uh, that's exactly. Really um, it is. My, but anybody reached out because um, I want to. I don't want to shed a tear after that. I'm trying to be strong. Uh, well, my, my therapist Rory Gilbert is out Northbrook. Uh, it's pretty dope. Do every therapist don't work for everybody. You know, some people just. You have to shop around. Unfortunately, it's yeah. like finding a therapist. I could say this because I'm single. Finding a therapist is like finding a good husband. <laughs> Still haven't found the perfect one. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, find, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta find that comfort when you find a, uh, a therapist, man. And most people don't seek the help. That's crazy. I, I'm gonna go back. I read on people's Facebook profile. Kanye needs help. How many people out here hurt? Seriously, go get help. They at that sheet in. That's when they become evil. I'm telling you. When you don't get help and you let this stuff stay inside, you become evil. Mm-hmm. It's the devil. Subsequently, you're gonna become evil, and it's gonna get worse if you don't reach out to somebody and talk about it. You good? You're not good. You're suffering. Mm-hmm. It's pain. Mm-hmm. Own up to it. Take mm-hmm. accountability. I didn't do it. Guess what? I fucking then they burst up. I was gonna ask. This one time I'm at work. I don't know. I, it, it was it was it was getting pretty bad, and I was I was saying and and with her I was saying some pretty mean things that I didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, but but it was hurt. It was pain. And she didn't deserve that. And that's why I had to go on my journey. And I'm like, you know, I got to fix me first. Then I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I apologize and everything. Because that's that's the mother of my child. That's my son. That's that's my family. You know what I'm saying? Do I love her? Absolutely. But you don't treat nobody that like that you love. But what I can go from this point forward, proving me so I can be a better friend. You know, so, you know, because I appreciate y'all help. And I can be a better uh, you know, brother, you know, uncle, and I could be a better to my significant other. I could be a better man. The thing is, if we run away from hope, you ever see people in relationships, they always think the grass is greener. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the, and the people that do that shit, I used to do it. And the people that do it is because of pain they hurt. And women do it a lot too, because women hurt, men, men do some really vicious shit and women hurt and I know of a situation where one is hurt and she just wants things to go a certain way and it's gotta be this way, it's gotta be this way. It's like, no, you that's that past pain you dealt with. You ain't dealt with that trauma. Let me tell you something. You can't be good to no one in a relationship until you work on you and do what's best for you. Then present yourself. Yep. So when you hurt, it it definitely dwindles down you know, to the others and you don't mean to do it intentionally. And I can honestly say like, and I, and I've told you this numerous times, like I'm so proud of you for taking that step, taking that accountability, finally realizing I need help. I need to talk about this. I fucked up. You're taking ownership. And I told you, you know, just because, you know, both, both parties are mad at each other and they're throwing stones at one one another doesn't make you the person who's right because you went the extra mile to really piss off the other person, right? Mm-hmm. But you're taking that accountability to say, you know what, I fucked up. Like I see where I did wrong and I'll name every single thing I did wrong. That's accountability right there. And most men will not do that. Most people, I won't even say men, most people will not do that. Most people, because it's a pride thing. Um, 
And the biggest thing I also want to add to that is because you, you said you want to be a better person for, you know, X, Y, and Z, but you forgot the most important thing that you, and, and anybody listening out here needs to pay attention to what I'm about to say. The biggest thing you need to be a role model for is your children. You need to teach your daughters what is acceptable from a man, you know, how they treat them. And you have to be that role model for your son. What is acceptable? How are you going to treat your woman? You know, and most people who have kids don't pay attention to that. I've dated guys who have kids. I'm like, really, you're going to treat me like this, but yet you have kids? You're going to let them see this? I ain't got time for it. Yeah, that's, that is true. The kids, they see a lot of things. They pay attention more than we often think. I'll say this one thing, too. Um, talk about fasting. I, I do a lot of fasting. And I read this thing that discussed fasting opens up a spiritual side of you when you fast. So when I, I think I started fasting about five, six weeks ago. So and the things of fasting, those are serious fasting. That's when I started thinking like thoughts and want to get the deep. It's like, the, the, see, during these years, this is November. This has been, I've been post-surgery 40 weeks, right? This, this injury, going some time without getting paid. The most high built me to be this strong. So now I, it built me to do rehab. It built me to take responsibilities, be there for my kid. But the one thing that the most high did, hey, you got one more thing to do. You got to remove the pain. It's time to rip the band-aids off. People who don't understand, you need to do some time to take care of you. So self you, you need to eliminate, period. They don't understand. They make it all about them. Eliminate them. They will become a detour and you helping yourself. That's just what it is. In this red flags, when you when you start to like, I start to fast, start to think clearly. It's like, man, like right now, I'm not to it. You know, I'm gonna I'm be there for my family. I don't care. I don't care what anybody else got to say. Yup, do you love your uh child's uh your son's mom? I sure in the hell do. Did you fuck up? I sure in the hell did. Did she do some things? She did. Understandably, she took accountability and she told me what she did. So right now, it's just like real. I don't care. Oh yeah, I love her. Will I marry you? Yeah, with the blessing of the most high. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. People, I, you, you be blessed. You got to take the ownership. You got to take the ownership of the blessings. The most high blessed me. I, I don't say, no, I'm, I'm still working on me. I don't necessarily need no, no. I mean, most men want that Instagram model ass and blood cap and shit. No, who's going to help you with your mental and help you spiritually reach goals the most high have set for you? Because them ass cheeks ain't going to help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't gonna help. It ain't gonna help. So, man, like when you when you go through some pain, like people constantly go through pain, and when you don't get addressed, you put pain on top of pain. And what happened when you fill a bottle and it ain't got no more space? It bursts. That's what happened to a lot of us. That's why men end up doing crazy things and up in jail because anger. Mm-hmm. Anger. I best you believe everybody's in prison right now. A lot of guys I talk to don't have been there. I talk to a person that I have locked up. They talk to me like I'm a therapist. They had pain beforehand. Let them do some dumb stuff. It's facts. It is. I want to point out one thing for you because you didn't share this with me before, but I'm I'm listening, right? And I'm finally just putting two and two together. And I just want to say this for everybody out there. You know you have a real 
person who's trying to fight for you and make sure you're right when they say you need help. You need to talk to somebody. You said that in the in the beginning of the show. She said, you need to talk to somebody. You have some trauma that you got to deal with. That right there is a real one. That's true. But we look at it so negative, though. When she said you need help, I had to go back into that comment she made. And I'm like, you need help? I don't need no help. I don't know help. You know, I'm in denial. I'm I'm very passive about some things, but it's true. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm going through this journey. I'm, I'm going through it. I'm so relaxed. Like, so through communication, even when we talk, of course, anybody talks, especially if you talk. I've learned to sit there, receive the information, absorb it, and respond. Proper communication. Doing this journey, and I'm gonna continue to work on me as life goes on. I'm gonna continue to work, 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 work. I'm not allowed myself to follow up. One thing I'm a very alert of is negative energy. You don't need to have contact with people who fucking bring negative energy to you. Cut them off. For what? Cut them off. Let me tell you something about negative energy. Sex can become negative energy. And sex is all over the freaking internet. Everywhere. Sex, 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 sex. And people throw a temptation like sex, 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 sex. Block it out. You're on the journey. Yeah, it's better you. Lock it out. You don't, you don't need that. And do people love sex? Yes, it's amazing. But outside influence that's from a sexual nature is not needed to help you in your journey. Not even ever. Like unless you just got a problem, you just want to be a sex addict and do whatever you want to do, and, and alcohol, whatever. By all means, because think about it. People to gamble, right? You know, uh, rest in rest in peace. You know, I hate to happen. I know you got the news from the incident from um, God Migos. Uh, you know, that's as bad, but we, we gambling. You don't, when you, you don't, you are strapped in money and you've been blessed. You don't need to gamble. Gamble in other ways in real estate. Gamble your money the right way. Buy some land. There's no need for us to really gamble when you got the blessing of the most high. The thing is, is that sometimes we get this money and we just take on this thing like, and that's when people have the most problems. That's when the mental health gets real. You get that money, it's like, oh, Man, I got all this money. I'm gonna shoot dice. I'm gonna do this. No, start investing. If you lose money, lose it the honest way. Right. There's some land or flip right. or something like that. You know, it's it's crazy. That's why it's always good to have that positive energy in your corner because a good friend is saying, like you said, you told me you need help. You should seek help. And at the time, I received the messages like, "Oh, it sounds so negative." Ugh. But. It up being some of the best advice that one can I can, can give you, and I gotta give I gotta give thanks to y'all, you and Donna. I gotta give thanks to my friend Tori, Joe, and Marcus. Marcus, I don't know if you remember him. We did a show with him um, from a Hebrew perspective. Yeah. So with Marcus, I uh, sometimes do the Bible study on uh, Saturdays that you know I able to tune in and read the words. Not because of him, I got downloaded the Bible app. So I got to give props to him because that's a positive dude to just have positive energy to have in your life, period. You surround yourself with positive people. People that want to bring drama, you just eliminate them. Like right mm-hmm. now, I'm going to be powerful working on me, but I'm going to minus the negative energy. I don't have to take that. I don't need to be around that negative energy. So, and you know what I'm saying? Your pops influence as well, too. I never stop telling the story on how the man chopping wood like he had another 20, 30, 40, 50 years. That he chopping wood. Like that's 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 motivation. 
Well, you know what's crazy is if you remember the day of that show. So for the people that don't know, my dad's days were numbered, basically. You know, he was told in May of last year that he had six to nine months, if that, to live. And he made it to January of this year. The day that we did our show, it was October of last year. I had woken my dad up and tried to get him ready, get his breakfast, his coffee and whatnot. He went to the bathroom and he fell in the bathroom. My dad's six four. You know, my dad was six four, two hundred and some odd pounds, and I'm just like, oh my god, we're gonna have to cancel the show. And I'm like, Dad, Dad, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's in the hall bathroom, and it's small. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, I'll be okay. I'm like, Dad, do you need to go to the emergency room? He's like, no, no, no. We were able to get him up, get him, you know, to the living room and whatnot, to where he was good. And I'm like, Dad, if you don't feel up to doing the show, we could cancel. He's like, no, no, no. I want to do it. I want to do it. I'll be okay. Man, that right there. Like, if that does not encourage you to be a better person, to really look at look at what strength is. What is strength? What is determination? Because that right there is the, is the fucking meaning to me. I, I, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that that happened that day. And uh, he still did the show that day. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. He did the show that day. And he was, he's actually, you know, funny. Like. <laughs> You know, he, 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 yeah, but, and he was actually like gave a lot of information, uh, some very valuable information, but I know he, uh, still put forth the effort and he's like, I'm, I'm still going. Yeah. That's After cool. that show, he passed out. Like he, he took a nap. He needed that, but yeah. Man, that's wow. I'm glad we were able to do that show. That's an example. That show is an example of men. We complain about some things in life that, even my situation, you know what I'm saying? Um, man, take in the prayer of the most high. Like, keep praying. My situation, yeah, I had a traumatic knee injury, but it's going to get better. You got to stay strong mm-hmm. so the person supporting you can support you and keep you on that pedestal, keep you in front. He had Dave's number, and you could never tell. Mm-hmm. And if that ain't power, I don't know what power is. That's That's powerful. That's strong. That's will. That's determination, and that's what we lose today in our man is those same qualities, because we're just we giving women the responsibilities, and not just don't no disrespect a woman. Women weren't really built to be strong and lead. We were always women. I believe would be built to follow a strong man and respect them. Mm-hmm. You know, not be the forefront and taking on the bullet wounds and the women holding the shield while the men sit back and play video games and. Do whatever the hell they do. You know, the, the roles can't be reversed. And society is teaching men it's okay to let a woman lead. So women are dealing with this pressure and the middle of health gets real because women have to lead. They don't men are allowed to lead because they won't step up to the forefront. So that's why I got on my ass off my pride and stop blaming people to help myself first to take her advice that she gave me a long time ago. And it is what it is. You got to live up to the feelings that you have. Like it's not, it's no, it's not wrong. If the most high is, is blessed you in ways, then it just is what it is. You got to live up to it. If that's how you feel. If you love somebody, then you love them. That's just what it is. If you love them, respect them. And if you don't love them, still respect them. But for the most, if you're being blessed, you got to respect all blessings that come from up above and everything. So, that is what it is. I'm thankful for the kitties. You know what I'm saying? Thankful for her. Uh, she made some bomb ass chicken noodle soup this past weekend. That was the bomb. 
<laughs> so, or noodles, it was chicken soup. Vegetables. It was well, good. that's called noodle chicken soup. That's what my dad would always call it. Anytime we were sick, and man, like I'm like so congested down here because my allergies. I was like, man, I'm like, dad, I'm like, I really want some noodle chicken soup. If only you were here because he would make it for me. But you know, that just means I got to make it this weekend. You got to make it. She had noodles though, but she made some cornbread with it. This is bomb ass cornbread, honey cornbread she made with it. And oh. I dipped that cornbread in them juice, and I was I was in heaven though. But Went to sleep afterwards. I know that. I couldn't have had the little one though. He's like the. I, I she's. I, I'm gonna show pictures. I'm gonna see the pictures of him out of the show. Um, he's like a little. He's gonna be a big guy, a little chubby, but football player. That's that's how he looks. But and anybody out there, you know, um, man, you get on through something, and people are still gonna be in denial. Like I'm good. That's one. That's that's a person's favorite quote. I'm good. When a person's doing okay, they don't just leave you when I'm good. Oh no, I'm doing pretty good. I'm fine. Like, why you ask that? They they they, they further the conversation. When they just end it with, no, I'm good. No, you're not. I'm. I'm not, you ain't, if you don't you don't have to necessarily see a therapist, but seek out to a friend, seek out somebody. Sometimes you gotta talk and somebody you trust, and you gotta pour it out. You gotta pour it out. Um, exactly, someone that you trust. And like I said earlier to you, is you if you're gonna talk to somebody, make sure that. It's somebody not necessarily like-minded, but very open-minded who can see all the perspectives. I'm a perspective viewer. I'm going to listen to your side. I want to listen to the other party's side. And then I'm going to sit here and tell you where I think it went wrong. I know I should have been a damn therapist. I missed my calling. I'm sorry. You ain't miss your call. You can still do it. People, they need more of you, especially. I'm not trying to go to school right now. They're gonna. Yeah. You, do you gotta really go to school to be a, get a license? Let's be for real. Life experience is what prepare you to give other people advice. <laughs> Amen. That's what I'm saying. You, what you got license? Oh, I'm, I'm doctor. No. What have you went through in life? Because if you haven't went through some of the pain that we went through in life, what advice of any could you give other people? That's why when you talk to therapists, it depends on what that person went through if they're going to be some help because they haven't went through life what could they really tell you right what could they understand about you right and here's the other thing too and, and i know we're coming up to the hour but i i need to st i need to stress this out more and more it's now november 1st the highest suicide rate starts now between now and christmas why because people feel that they can't, they don't have the money to um, give the perfect Christmas to the families and stuff like that. At the end of the day, what we need to realize is, and teach our children is, it's not all about the gifts. Yes, we want to give the best. We want to give our kids what we didn't have growing up, right? I get that 110%. But don't break the bank for it and then go and kill yourself, literally, because you can't financially afford it. Provide a legacy. I think leaving a legacy, providing a legacy is the most important thing. And that's the number one thing I'm grateful for with my dad. And there's so many, there's so much more behind that. But suicide rates skyrocket right now because of holidays. They feel left out. They feel like they have no family. Thanksgiving, a lot of people, they lost their parents. Like me, I lost my parents, right? Granted, I still have my mom down here, you know, and I'm, I'm having my brother and sister-in-law, they're coming into town, but we have that. But if I didn't have that, then it's just like, what else would I be doing? 
you know, don't feel alone. Go out there, talk to somebody, you know, catch a flight. If you're feeling alone, come on, come on down to Mississippi. Ash gonna be cooking too. I am gonna be cooking. You already know. Me and my brother, we be cooking. You know, MJ, so you just said about talking about gifts, and somebody called me, somebody's full of it for saying this. The best gift I feed off other people's energy. I don't need like gifts. It's hard to like if you ask me, what do you want for Christmas? I don't know. I don't really want anything. I don't want nothing expensive. Like people think this is expensive. You know, people expensive gifts. You can you can handcraft make me some. My daughter gives me the, some of the best gifts. Even I ain't gonna lie. You know, Sylvia does provide some good gifts, like a boy's hoodie. That's all I need. You give me a hoodie. I don't care if it's twenty twenty five dollars. I don't care how much it costs. I love the boys. I love the bears. You can give me a goddamn bears pen. I love it. I don't need. It's just like, I, but I, I prefer other people to be happy. Yeah. And like my, my friends to be happy. I don't need gifts. Like I'm calls Merry Christmas or type Thanksgiving. How you doing? It's all about being happy. And that's what the holidays mean for me. Is other people's happiness, as long as they are, are, are pretty dope. And we, you know, it's that's pretty dope. As long as my friends are happy in, in my close circle, that's pretty much all I care about. Uh, my family as well, my kids. You know, I this Christmas every day for them. So yeah. whatever, I get them a little stuff they need, you know, and everything. But it's Christmas every day because when we go out, they always get stuff. So, but it's not about gifts; it's about happiness, the time, the, the time, time, the memories, because that yes. is something you you can't lose. Those pictures mean a lot. Those pictures in front of the tree, the pictures of the family. You can just sit back and enjoy that the whole year. That's better than any gift one can have. So while people be like, how oh, I got this Gucci purse? It was so five dollars go a thousand dollars. That don't mean shit. Because let me tell you something was worth more than that Gucci purse. That family portrait or the yeah. holidays with that tree or the snow in the background. I know they don't snow in Mississippi, so whatever. But <laughs> that uh that that background, that memories, man. You can sit back and you can look at this like, damn, this is this is sharp. Yeah. This is what it's about. The holidays thing. Yeah, but I take that over any gift. You can't give me nothing. Yeah. Like last last fall, because I was officially down here in August, I was like, man, I'm making these last holidays the best for my dad. Like, I'm just going to wow him. From Thanksgiving to Christmas, he's going to be blown away. And we found out there was a, a, a event going out here um, in November. And I said, Dad, Santa's going to be there. Santa's going to be there. Come on, we got to take a picture. We got to dress nice. We got to take a picture with Santa. It was like the most amazing, just seeing his face and like that picture was like the, it's something I'm always going to cherish. Right. Because it was such a great time. Um, you know, then there's a place down here where it's like nostalgia everywhere. And we had so many more memories in there. And that's the most important thing to me. It's like, we got to create these memories, create a Christmas card and send it out. Like I enjoyed that so much because I know it meant more to him too but live life like you're not going to see tomorrow yes you press the play button you got memories i started telling my mom this because my mom i i had to talk to my mom uh sunday saturday morning i think or saturday afternoon i called my mom and i can hit i can hear the emotional voice and she's like i'm okay i say ma you're not okay because i can hear it in your voice i say look like this ma the most high have you here. The sun is shining. You're breathing right. You're here on purpose. Let's enjoy our time here. If you want, I can cook for you. And I might kill you sooner. But I'm not trying to. But I'm trying to get... <laughs> I'm trying to keep you here on earth. And she laughed. 
you know what I'm saying? Provided that she enjoyed the phone call, I talked to my mom, and I try to give it a life. Like, this is who I am. So I, I, I'm still working on me and still changing, but I'm trying to provide that energy to other people mm-hmm. in a more positive light. So I still got some self things to do, and I can't let myself slip up, and I won't let myself slip up because I got to be there for myself, my family, kids, and everybody. Um, so Sylvie, if you're watching, I, again, I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, but we have to do things that, like, we got to have the impact in other people's lives. But before we do that, we got to work on ourselves. Yeah. That's real. Like, Max's mom, my mom was happy. She was like, thank you for calling and all everything. And I got to. Got to. Because those moments, like you say, those Kodak moments, take those pictures. That's what the holidays is about. Pictures and memories. And I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, what's going to be my little man's first Thanksgiving, you know? And then with the girls and everything, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty dope. That's exciting. We got uh, I I went about uh, matching PJs for everybody today. Target. Oh my goodness! I can't. Oh, wait. we got the matching PJs. We got the photographer that pitches in front of the tree. So that's awesome. I love it. I had to send her pictures. Like, hey, are these PJs cool? Because I you know I don't have no taste in clothing. I, I don't really. I, I have to get the woman's opinion because. That's what we have to work on. We have to work on this. Jay's Fashion 101. We're gonna work on this. Hey, hold on. My fashion ain't all the way off now. I, I had, but since everybody had to be wearing these PJs, I had to you know, sit there and match. Like, look, is this okay right here? Because I got this, this. You know, the thumbs up. You know, this is like it's like five of us. So I gotta make sure I had the, the the proper gear available. So make sure you get props. Get some props. Okay, I want to think about that, but I guess we got to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. The creative mind's here. I can help anybody else that needs creativity. I, I don't charge necessarily, but you know, if I get a lot of calls, I'm going to start charging people. Let's don't charge me. We've been good. We've been good. <laughs> we've, been, we've been good. But, hey, one thing I want to do before we get off, I want to promote that the comedy show, get the information, the comedy show, the date, the time. And if I don't make it, I'm definitely going to call you for the comedy show or whatever. Um, but give me the information. What's going down? All right. So November 18th, if you are near Mississippi, Atlanta, Texas, whatever, come down to Picayune, Mississippi. It's the date night comedy show. Your girl, Mavis Avis Davis, is going to be there. And it's going to be dope as hell. They ain't ready for Chicago. That's all I'm going to say. Ready. The dirty South ain't ready for Chicago. Wait, Mississippi still considered the dirty South or that Atlanta thing, a Georgia thing? It's the South, so we're still going to say it's the dirty South. If they want to correct me, go ahead and correct me in the damn comments. I don't care. Okay, all right. I want for sure. We got that coming up. Also, tune in this Thursday until the uh, the date in the world. We got a show with a guest, Kendra. We're going to be talking about like the date and feel like why is it such a catastrophe? And some of the stuff that we talked about today. Is going to be the reason why the dating world is kind of like messed up because people don't work on themselves. I have a lot to share more when it comes to that. Um, and you can't really point the finger at a man or woman about that, so you really can't. Yeah, so tune into that. Interesting. Mm, why, when is the date? The uh, girls' night, we haven't not selected a date yet. Ooh, so we got We're working on that. When's wine therapy? We're working on that. <laughs> up and grind. Yeah. We're working on that. See, see? <laughs> Look, you're going to throw rocks. I'm going to throw them right back at you. 
Tell your girl, I got her back. Hey, that's how I get up and grind on the morning show. Be pretty dope. I get up with some crazy energy in the morning. And then upon working on myself, I guarantee next get up and grind show, you're going to watch because you're going to feed off this energy. So I'm going to bring a lot of energy. Get up and grind. I can't wait. Wait till we see that day. So. Oh, do we want to share about our billboard? Can we share that yet? Oh, we can share that. Uh, oh, we got detail. The billboard is going to be in Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, Black Friday weekend, so I think I'm going to be taking a little road trip up to Atlanta to go see it. Yeah, that's true. So we uh been blessed, and thanks to Ashley Pex for this, for putting us on. You know what I'm saying? She works with us part of Life Grind. Check her out at Peach Talk. But she hooked us up where we're going to have a billboard, Life Grind, down to Black Friday. is going to be on display. It's going to be pretty dope. hope I can make it down there for that because that would be a nice thing to see. Life Grind, we got some big things coming, and some things are slow this year. But we're still going to do our fundraisers where we're going to do the Royal Grind Tour, which means we're going to be raising money, going to a big city, and we're going to give it back to the families ourselves. We're not donate to the organization. We're going to donate to the families themselves. Go pay for some groceries. Go pay for food. That's how we're going to do. We have big things coming with Life Grind. So y'all stay tuned for that. And thank y'all for tuning in. Jay Hendo and Ashley D. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>